But and it affects your family, too. It does. You know? I'll be with somebody who's famous and then talking, just like you and I are talking, somebody comes up and they want to... Or that famous person might be somewhere with their daughter on a birthday, and people come up and they want to, you know, can we take a picture, can we get an autograph? And, and of course they're going to do it. Yeah. And then the people that, that love them, they're sitting there and, just, and they, they've just learned to sort of pause. And then, oh, and then, oh, he's back. It's kind of a, it's kind of a big thing, don't you think? Yeah. Would like, you be willing to do that? I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if it's like that kind of choice. Like I could stop everything I'm doing today and then make sure like everything's against that, but there's things that I want. Would you do that? You could turn fame off, you think? If I, yeah, because the decisions you make, like they, if you do certain things, you put yourself in the hot seat to like. To be famous. To be like, what's it called? Out there. You think that's all it is with you? You don't think you have a thing that people sort of identify with that kind of makes you famous? You think it's literally just because people gave you opportunities, that's why you got famous? To the, to the level of fame you're willing to admit you have right now? You don't think you have some component that like Adam Sandler has, that John Stamos has, that... Like I'm like, what's it called? Like I'm relatable? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, if anybody knew, they'd be rich, you know, but whatever it is... Famous people are different than people who are not famous. They're famous. <laughs> that's, that's like, that's a pro I don't know, I don't think that's why. I'm not saying that's, so, like, that's not, I'm not saying that's what your value is, I'm just saying, I think it's a component of one of your attributes um, for, for a, a company who might, you know, support you. I mean, that, that uh, you might have that likability Say the question again so I can understand it. No, nothing. I was just I was just talking. I'm just talking like, about how that if you get really famous, you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose things. You're gonna lose, you know, and you've seen it because you know Tony very well, and so you see that it, there is a thing there. There is an isolating thing. There is a a, a a disconnection. Things don't really go in real time, or the real time becomes, you know, what people want of you, and then when that's all done, then you get back to the people that you care about. To be married to a famous person, to be the brother or sister of a famous person, that's, you know, I know some of those people. I mean, it's not always easy. Yeah. And, and, and then to be the famous person, not, not so easy. I agree. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. I, I but I, like I guess I'm just saying that, that is that coming just... for you and what do you think of that? That's what I'm saying. Are you heading that way, and what do you think about that? That's not my, like, end destination. I know. But I think I know it's, it's, it's going to be, like, it might be something that will come along the way, and I think you just have to take it with a grain of sand, and, you know, you can be loved, and you can be hated, and... Oh, is that what you worry about, the criticism with being that it's out just, there? Oh, what's it called? Um, like, you're going to get a lot of people's opinions, and... Um, Does that bother you? I don't care for it. You're, you don't care for it. So you're kind of, because a lot of my friends that are famous, they're very sensitive about criticism. Yeah. Are you that I way? That. Uh, to a certain degree, but that's why I'm cautious about what I put out there. It's like I only. That's why you're doing this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I choose to say what I say, and there's things that I. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing around. 
You just sort of trigger that because of what you said about fame or something, or I don't know. This is strange, you know. Why? Well, because, you know, we, we don't normally, we might talk like this, but we don't uh, record it. Yeah. Yeah, so be really, you know, if we were in the car driving somewhere, you know, a long time ago, it had been really unpublishable. Yeah, there'd be, there'd be all the, the honking and the background noise. <laughs> so what, where is the future of um, girls skateboarding going? What do you see in... The future of skateboarding? In 10 years. Where yeah, the, the future of skateboarding. Right, the future of skateboarding. Uh, I see it... Don't get this wrong. It's, it's imperative that you correctly predict the future of skateboarding. My opinion of what I think skateboarding is going to be, it's going to be like music. There's going to be different genres. I think it's going to be open to like a lot more people and there's going to be some people who like the pop music and there's going to be other people who like sing a little more soulful. soulful. Mm -hmm. So the variety, the, the appeal to different yeah. people. Oh, I know, I know what I was going to ask you is this. You, so you weren't, uh, you didn't have a career in skateboarding, now you do. So is it enjoyable? Is it enjoyable? Yeah, is it enjoyable? There's ups and downs, like everything. Mm -hmm. And... You don't have to say anything about the negative stuff, but it's what's enjoyable, enjoyable, what's enjoyable about it. Well, you get to travel and see a world outside of the one you grew up in. Mm -hmm. And you get to hang out in airports a lot. But you also get to go skate different parks meet a bunch of people and work, what's it called, see the industry side of things and learn skills that you, I don't know. I feel like the more I've made skateboarding a, like a job, the more I've had to learn about like, what's it called? It's not necessarily, I've had to, like yeah, you have to skate, you still have to keep up the skating side, but you just take on so many more things on your plate. Yeah outside of skating, but it's like connected to. Really? So like filming, it's like a whole thing and it's called how you do your social media and how you present yourself and like doing shoots or things like that. Mm -hmm. Or even doing like a catalog shoot. Like that's, there's some people, like there's models and people who do that for mm -hmm. a living and yeah. you're always adapting but it's fun though, because you're just like shifting gears all the time. Mm -hmm. You like that part of it? Yeah, it's like going to, it's like when you go like sample everything at the grocery store. Yeah. Why, have you ever done that? No. Is that aspiration? I mean like at Costco, like you know how like every time oh. there's like a stand, <laughs> you're just like, I'm gonna have a sample of this and I'm gonna have a sample of this. And that's what I feel like in skateboarding. Like When I'm at Costco, I don't end up buying stuff, do you? I don't go to Costco that often, oh. but you know how you go there with like, the things that you need or your list or yeah, yeah. the things that you decide you're gonna leave the, the store with. Yeah. So you have to like, you still have to shop, but then while you're shopping, you still like get to taste everything and right. go do a bunch of stuff like and that. And that's fun, that's fun. Yeah, and that's what I Was think. it what you expected? Mm. Was becoming successful as a skateboarder, was it what you expected? No, because I didn't know what to expect because I just, took things with a grain of salt. I don't know, you, like, you take them as it comes. Yeah. It's like you don't know 
what photos you're gonna get at the end of the like you, you don't, don't have control over that, right? Yeah, you wait. Yeah. You find them out as you're, you're shooting the photos. You're just as surprised everybody is looking at the thing. You or are you in on that? Are you in on that? Do you actually help? What do you mean? Do you edit the stuff? If something's going to a magazine, do you tell I, them? I pick what I like sometimes. You do? For, depending on what magazine it is, or I do have input on things like that. Mm -hmm. Except there was like, there's one clip that got used and it was like not what I was trying to do, mm -hmm. but I did it and it was, Oh, no, it really bugged me. Mm -hmm. But that's because I was working with people that I don't normally work with, so they don't know me. And they didn't ask my opinion. Right. Well, it's going to happen from time to time. It does. Yeah. I think for the most part, I have a lot of creative control over what I do. Mm -hmm. So, which, which way? I, it's called. I like looking at other people, or in other industries, and when they have a lot of creative control, I'm always like admiring that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thinking. This might be it right here. I'm thinking. I've been trying to figure out what's it called. What I want to do. But, you know, like, what's it called? It's like. I don't necessarily just want to be busy, but I want to like figure out what I'm, what's like the next thing that I'm like interested in, mm. skateboarding-wise, like okay. with my stuff. But so it'll satisfy you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. What do you mean? You're talking about an actual change, or you're talking about because you already skate? What do you mean? You're trying to figure. Is there actually some stuff that's on the? You don't have to re reveal it, but is there any, some stuff that's actually on the? Uh, like what projects I want to take and what like where I want to put my energy because I could like I could do stuff to be busy all the time but then that's not fun you mm -hmm. just get burnt out or like mm -hmm. you just end up doing stuff for doing it so I had to figure out like what projects I want to do and where I want to spend my time and energy and what I'm working towards so like from a business standpoint if it is a finite amount of time is there a side of you that feels like I should just take every job that what if I'm 40 and I'm like, God, I wish I would have took that job. That... No, I don't think I should. It's just not satisfying. Maybe there's like little ones that, what's it called? I don't think I'm ever going to look back and wish I did everything I could have. Because I think because I'm specific and picky about what I want to do and what I don't want to do, it make, it's like a commodity, it's not everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like not every, like what's it called? I'm not gonna spend my time with everyone. I'm sure. hanging out with everyone, it's not possible. Right. That'd be unrealistic. Right, I just mean get the most money you can get. Like a, oh. if you had a business manager, he'd be like, just every, get, just take the highest paying jobs and turn that other stuff down. And we, it's, we're gonna, if, as long as you make this much money every year and it keeps growing every year, that's my job, I'm your business manager. Mm. Regardless of art, you know? See the thing is that there's people that I talk to and they are like that, and it grosses me out. Why? Why does it gross you out? Because it's like, there's no taste in just doing everything. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like having a bland palate. Like you just like, you just want food. You're just hungry. Right. It's, or a you're just it's like a machine. It's yeah. kind of a prison. It's not, kind of a prison. It's, what's it called? It's, I don't know, it's just gross. 
That's the heart of business, though, isn't it? I mean, it that's... is. I'm ter I'd be a terrible. What's it called? I'm a terrible business person. You are. Yeah, because I just want to do things that I like. But you, but you totally. But then I, I give up. What's it called? There's like a, an amount I give, and do things that aren't like fun but it's not like terrible if mm -hmm. that makes sense it's like things i choose to do but like at the end of the day work is work yes mm, what's it called there's like like some level of sacrifice but you choose like i choose what that is yes and because i'm in control of that like what's it like i only bite as much as i can chew yes yeah and I, I i believe that you've always been pretty good about um Doing things um, authentically, I, th I felt. You, know, um, you always knew what you wanted. Try to. Yeah. And so it's, you're a great person to pioneer this, what you're pioneering, because other people would just, where do I stand? But there is going to be people that are going to do, like, want to do everything, and I'm sure some of them will be successful, but. At the end of the day, they're going to be appealing to different people than I would. And if there is any in between, then. I don't know. It goes down to the people that don't see it for what it is mm. or have a skewed view. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Right, that makes sense. That's interesting. This is so, such a different conversation than we used to have, you know? Yeah, because you're asking me about, like, then and now. Then and now. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, because you're asking, like, oh, it was so different before. How has it changed? How did you get here? That's true. I wanted to know that. I kind of knew some of it, but I have to ask these questions to sort of put it out there, to sort of, you know, talk about it. I think it's kind of fascinating. I, I'm really happy for what happened to you, and I'm proud of you, you know? I mean, uh... And, but, and, and then from a pioneering standpoint, I'm really impressed, you know, because I love things like that. I love things that are different, you know? I don't, I have a, maybe it's a mental problem with myself, but I have a really tough time with status quo and um, mediocrity. And you never were that to me. You always were very, uh, kind of always knew what you wanted. And you had a, always had good taste, I thought. What do I know? I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this a bunch of times to even comprehend what you're saying. But, um... <laughs> Mediocrity is a problem. And I think, what's it called? Like, I struggle that, with that with myself because I always want, like, more. Like, hmm. even on the things that I probably, that people think I did really good on, like, there was, I'm sure there was things that I'm like, I wanted it different. Mm -hmm. So, what's it called? I, ever, I, don't, I don't know if I told you, but like a couple of years ago, I did this like speaking thing, or like a public speaking thing. Mm -hmm. And in doing it, like I knew I could do it because you just had to talk. Yeah. I can talk, you can talk. Anyone right. could do it if they put their mind Is it all right if I take your picture? Because I'm just waiting. We're not done. Yeah. We're, not, we're not near done. We're not anywhere near done. Okay. I just want to see the look on your face when I said that. No, it's just the light's good right now. Keep, go ahead. Because they can't hear, they can't, they don't know what's going on here. So. Anyway, so I was talking about the public speaking thing. And yeah. 
I knew it was something I could do. Right. But was really uncomfortable with it. Right. But then one of the things about it is you only, what's it called? The people that you're speaking to, mm -hmm. they only know what you're telling them and they don't know like what your speech is supposed to be. I love so that. If, That's if the you, truth. If you mess right. up and you just pretend like. You meant to say that? Yeah, if you either meant to say it or you forget something, yeah. they don't know you forgot because they only know what you've told them. Right. And if you don't pretend like anything's wrong, they don't know anything's wrong. That's the tr Yeah, that's totally the truth. You use that to... That's, no, that's what I was saying about like things that I've like put out, like that yeah. I wanted to be better. Oh, or like okay. that look really good, or what's it called? So are you like John Stamelson that you can, you can just put out 50%, we all think it's 150%? I don't think I'm of those numbers, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah? I think it depends on the person, <laughs> but. It's relative. Do you think you're that way? Do you, you, that you I don't have... put out 50%. You don't? You no. only put out 100%? There's like sometimes where I do, but then it's relative because I just, I'm usually dissatisfied, or I don't know. Like if if it's that bad, I like. I don't know. You're don't critical. Know people, You're critical of your yeah, of your work. I'm really critical. Yeah. But then I try to, if it's like a poor circumstance, and I just try to write it off, and give myself space, or like give myself the space to be, not where I should be. Yeah. Is it horrible to be critical? Because you, you're, you're in pain, and every, all of us think you just did the most great shit in the world, and you're like, ah, that was a shit show. We're like, oh, it's fucking amazing. And, you know, in your head, you're like, ah, it could have been better. Like, why have that torch if we're all fooled? I don't know. I don't, when I see, but the thing is, like, when I see my face and stuff, I can, re, I can read it, and so I, I like, ah, oh, I clearly wasn't happy. Your there. mom is the same, your mom, when your mom would see, I don't know, she was going to say something about this picture. I don't know which one will work, but, and she'll say something, and I, and I didn't see it at all. She always says that about you. She'll, she'll look at pictures of you and, through time, and, oh, she was, well, that's her fake smile. Oh, that's her, I was like, really kind of thought it was genuine. Is that what you mean? I can read, yeah, I think so. I think we read, like, what's it called? Yeah, each person reads differently. Mm-hmm, yeah. And there's some people that like can see through all that, and then there's some people like the most people they they don't know, so it's just like yeah, it looks great, right? Because they don't know, right? But I do struggle with that because in the sense of like whenever we do big events, yeah, or like if us to do a demo, if I skate it shitty, like at the end it's like it's really terrible being like yeah that was sick <laughs> peace out or just like usually i'm just like i'm done and i'm going away but i couldn't imagine being like the center of everything having to say like that was a great day wrap it up like we're out <laughs> like y'all did great <laughs> why couldn't you imagine that i mean i i could because it would just feel so terrible like you no know, if you knew something was shit and then you had to just like own it but then there's there's a skill in that too. Isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't, that's kind of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. But then that goes back to the <laughs> mediocrity thing. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> that's funny. You know, like if it was a polished thing, you have to call it a day and say that was great. 
But if it was an unpolished, like a, like a raw unpolished thing, you could yeah. have been like, that could be better. See you guys later. <laughs> do you have that level of scrutiny on the polished stuff too? Mm, what do you mean? Or you, do you walk away from something that you do that's a very large production, very polished, very professional? You always walk away just feeling like, yeah, I just totally nailed that 100%, don't, zero regrets. It came off exactly the way I wanted to. No, if it's shitty, then I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. Like, I'll say that on my part, I wish it was better. I'll be realistic about it. Yeah. But then that doesn't make for, like, your cartoon character person that lives in a bubble. <laughs> what does that mean? What's it called? Like, if you're doing, like, like an interview. Yeah. I don't know. You have to... Uh, it has to be good because you're you're doing a thing and then it's for, there's so many things involved and you have to just be like, suck it up and take it. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I think so, yeah. Does that work? Does it come off as it's genuine? The, it's the same thing of like saying like, you don't know. Like if I pretend everything's okay, you don't know. Right. Unless it's like really, really bad, then I don't right. know what you do at that point. So, so that's a fact. I didn't. I, I knew that was a factor, with you, but I didn't know to that degree. You know, perfectionism. Are you a perfectionist? No. No. Axel, aspiring, Axel, say the same thing. An aspiring perfectionist. <laughs> Why do you think it'd be good to be a perfectionist? Wouldn't that be some somebody who's sort of hard to live with? Um. Not that you've achieved perfection, that you only will settle for perfection. I'm not, that's what I'm asking. Not that you've achieved it, just that are you the type of person that you will only settle for perfection? That's how you could walk away from the thing saying, you know, job well done, because like, you just nailed it, just nailed it, nailed it. I mean, I'll walk away from things if I need to, because that makes sense. Because there's like a, every, there should be a line for everything. Yeah, exactly. But... If I have the space, I will like I will keep going and rack my brain <laughs> <laughs> to get to try to get it right. Yeah, hmm. because because I want that, mm -hmm. and when I work on projects, it's I don't know. I try to push for like the quality to be what I want it. Right. Right. You know, I was at J Town years ago, and that skateboard shop. I don't think it's even there anymore. But there's a gigantic picture of you and Baldy. And uh, yeah, pretty interesting. Turn the corner, there you are, in Baldy. That skateboard shop. I don't know. We used to eat over there somewhere. The Karaku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right around the corner from Karaku. I still go there. Do you? Yeah. Is there, is really there any, good. You discover any other good restaurants there? No, because if I go there, it's only for that. <laughs> Do you have you discovered any good restaurants? You know, in your travels, like even locally, or yeah. Is there any standout places where you just keep going to there over and over and over again. Yep. Like what? Uh, in Long Beach, what's it called? There's like a pho spot that pretty much everyone that lives there goes to. Where, do you know the street it's on? Uh, Anaheim. It's oh, called Pho Hung Fat. older, so it's near uh, Ghetto Skate Park? Yeah, mm -hmm. kinda, it's down the street from that. Mm -hmm. That park's fun too, I still like that mini ramp. You always love that half pipe. Yeah. Um, 
So, the, so why is the fa better there? Is this, this, the juice is better or the... Actually, there's even a better, there's a better spot in San Gabriel. Okay. It's next to the boba shop that I like. You have a favorite boba shop now? Yeah. In San Gabriel? Yeah. Why is it good? This is, I forgot to ask about it because this is very important. Because of my the question. boba's cooked good and it's like... What they, does that mean? Like it's tender, it's, it's gooey, like, yeah. it's what? It's, it's al dente. What's it called? It's like noodles that are like cooked right. It's like there's a certain texture that they're supposed to have. So it's a little bite, it, it, it makes a little... In the middle, it's yeah. like, it's a little bit more firm, but it's not hard or yeah. anything like that. And then the outside's gooey. Okay. And it's sweet and they make batches of it. So it's oh. not just one pot for the not day. Not one off, okay. Yeah. So it's fresh. Yeah. And what is the, which tea do you get? I get a, <laughs> I make my own. <laughs> what do you mean? How, how does that work? Uh, it's not on the menu. But you get. like literally go over there and put an apron on and walk behind the counter and get away bitches and you like start making boba? No, but I do go behind the counter. You do? Yeah. It's like your kitchen or something? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I go out back. I go in the in the kitchen and then I like hang out the people working. Uh-huh, so you know them. Yeah. Mm. They, um, what's it called? I usually get uh, a green, what was it called? Rose green tea. Rose green tea, okay. And does it taste like tea or does it taste like a bunch of sugar? I get the sugar tasting one. But if you had their tea, <laughs> it's just, still looks just like really you. good. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, because you know me, I like the tea flavor. What's it called? They, um, they, the guy who owns it, he also does like a pop-up at in downtown LA and he'll make boba beers and they're really good. Boba beers? So They'll do cocktails. Beer but tastes good and with a boba in it? It does. Why? It's like a... It's kind of, it reminds me of like a Rattler. What is that? Or like a Shandy, you know, where they like do lemonade and beer. Okay. Or Sprite and beer. Oh. Why would boba taste like that? Because it's sweet? It's cool because, you, okay, so at the bottom, the boba's all warm, and then you have the drink, and it's not super sweet, it's the boba that's sweet. Okay. So it has like a good balance. So it, it, it actually, is a, right, it sets off the beer flavor. Like it's a good, it's a good combination. Yeah. Huh. I would have never thought to put those together. And then you like have caffeine and then you get a little buzz. Ah, right, right. So it's like a Red Bull with uh... Yeah, but not like Red Bull because Red Bull makes your like heart feel like it's gonna pop out of your chest. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, uh, what's the other, um... Well, what else? What other places are there? So you have a good thing in Long Beach for the fawn and the. Where's the Where's the, the boba place? It's in San Gabriel. San Gabriel, and then anything else? Any other? Any other? Um... Yeah, how about like on your travels? Have you gone to some place where, like this one little place in you know, Finland or Paraguay, or whatever it is, and they make this thing, and it's like it, that's the best thing I've ever had. You have to go there to get it. I can tell you like things that I like from every spot, but I'm spacing right now and like something that was like, what's it called? You tired? Done? I'm still kind of jet lagged. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, I just got back from Cambodia. Right. I think I saw that on your feed. Yeah. I heard that food's amazing. It's kind of, it's a little bit similar to Thai. You're right. A lot it of soups good. and... Yeah, they have really good soups. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't know, it's still a third world country and I was kind of scared of a lot of the things that I got. Thought maybe you got sick? I didn't get sick, but I was... I thought you might. 
worried about it. Do you get, uh, do you get, um, do you go to like the little place just out in the middle of the little, you know, fair to eat? Or do you go to the place that's like got the Yelp ratings when you go to Cambodia? Uh, we went to nice restaurants where you, You're like sure I would not filtered eat, water yeah, and it's, I wouldn't eat street food there. No? Yeah. Is it because it's known that that place could get you sick? Yeah. Oh, okay. Same with India. I was so scared. I've heard India. I heard if you just take a shower, you can get sick in India. Yeah. Just your bare feet in the... I had a friend that went to... No, no, to... you don't think of Egypt. Maybe it was Egypt. I was, like, afraid to put my head under the shower. <laughs> I was, like, using baby wipes on my face <laughs> for a week. So you smelled a little bit when you Oh, my God. Actually, I got a massage there, and I got yeah. a traditional massage because yeah. I, I wanted to... Have you heard of Arvedic massages? What does that mean? Arvedic? Can, you, can you stand over here just for a second? So I can... The light's better. Try not to, um, just leave it on. Okay. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Tell me about this massage. Because uh, pictures come out better when your mouth is contorted. Perfect. Our Vedic massage is this, <laughs> it's an Indian massage. Yes. And I heard from a friend that it, they're really good. Yes. And so I was like, I figured being in India, I should try it. Yes. And we ended up going to a clinic. Right. And... It was like a full-on health clinic. Okay. Like you need like doctors there. Really? It's like a type of therapy. Like, so they're gonna make you cry. They're gonna beat you up and shit and make oh, you cry. And... Not real. Not beat you up and make you cry. But it was pretty gnarly. You like went in there and then there was like two ladies that helped me. And then basically you just like strip down and then they you have this like toilet paper diaper that you put on really and then is it in case you might shat yourself or something like that or no it's just like you know you get a massage and you know usually you like lay on a table and there's like a towel or something it's just for decency yeah, yeah. and yeah. so instead they give you a toilet paper diaper yeah and then you sit on this chair and then they start like dousing you with oil Ooh. just like putting so much oil and they like massage your scalp and it's kind of abrupt but it feels good yeah but there's parts of it where it's just like, it's just rough. Right. And then they lay you on this like wooden table that has like a trough around it. It's carved out. Yeah. It's a really thick table. Like I probably couldn't even move it because it's so heavy. Mm -hmm. And then they both start like doing strokes like across like all the way from like my head to my toe. Really? And it was so different than anything I've ever experienced. Why, then Why I was, was like, it different? Because I've never been massaged by two people, and then... Were they, they big, were, burly they put, people? No, they were, like, they're petite ladies, oh. but they would put so much oil that if I was to open my eye, Like, they put it all over my face, mm -hmm. and I got oil in my eyes. Oh. Because there's so much oil, it's and I came home like, yeah. smelling like the oil. Right. And I reeked for, like, a week. Right, it just it was in your system or something. It was every. It was, like... In your ears. I was, yeah, I, like, in the plane, like, my ears were just, like, straight oiled. <laughs> It was so gnarly. Would you do it again? Yeah. <laughs> because there's different types of them, and I want to know, like, what's the good one? Because I'm sure there's, like, one that's very enjoyable, but this one was just, like, I don't know. Was it too intense for you, your taste? It wasn't, like, a relaxing massage. Like, I want to be beat up if I get a massage but because... Did you try the shatsu? Is that, you ever done one of those in Japan? Mm, no. I get Thai massages, and those are really good. Mm -hmm. And... In Cambodia, I got some massages, mm -hmm. but it was more like they just do like relaxing ones, and I don't like that because I like I want to be beat up and yes. I want to feel what's it called? Because I skate all the time, I'm, like I'm really tight, 
Yes, absolutely. Right. And uh, like, there's one place I go to in Vista, and afterwards I feel like borderline. It's like I'm loopy and. Yeah, you're kind of out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm disoriented. Yep. Yep. And I know, like, I wake up the next day feeling like ready to go. Right. Reset. Yeah. Yep. My friend uh, John Wackerman, when we used to go to Japan, he would get those shiatsus because he's a drummer. So it's physical and I mean, it's cry. repetitive. Right. And but when the woman would come in, if she's this big burly woman, it was going to be a good. And she would just beat the shit out of him. I mean, I, I had to leave. I mean, I mean, he would cry and stuff. And, yeah. You know. I got what's it called? I just got cupped, and so I'm like, I'm all like bruised and stuff. Or you can see it. Oh yeah. It's crazy. My sister does that. Do you like that? Yeah, it feels good. Mm -hmm. You can feel like all your muscles release slowly. Mm. Right. You you are your uh, you did that at the coast therapy. Yeah. Yeah. You got into that after you got injured. Yes. Yeah. I've definitely learned a lot about. What's it called? I feel like before I like. I thought my body had like one mode and it was however I felt. Okay. But then once I got hurt and I started taking care of myself and I was like learn like learned what it felt like to be healthy. Not that I was unhealthy before, mm -hmm. but I like was proactive about it. Okay. Is that from a nutritional as well as a physical standpoint or just what measures did you do to get to that? It was both physical and like making sure I like le I learned how to eat better. Okay. Like, I don't know. It makes sense. I mean, that's the fuel, so, yeah. Oh, you get what you put out. And I, mm -hmm. you, like, you think different, too. Well, what do you mean? Like, you're just more motivated to do stuff if you're healthy. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if you are in a bad... Like, I think you I think you're, you get stuck in cycles. Okay. And, like, if you are in the same cycle, your body gets used to it, and you want to do the same things, and... I think that's how people like get stuck wanting to just like sit on the couch and do all that mm -hmm. stuff, or mm -hmm. so they don't have the energy to do other stuff because they get what they put in. And mm -hmm. just a cycle, yeah, in a sense. But it's also like everything factors in, like your mental stress and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right. Do you meditate or pray or do you do no. things for no? So you just get like some two women beat you up and then that sort of resets you to zero again, and then you're like ready to it does. take on I the vert ramp. I've been what's it called? I know I need to figure out something to like reset because I just keep doing stuff and I'm just going, going, going. <laughs> well, if it's working, why change it? Because it's like now I'm like doing all this like <laughs> I'm doing skateboarding and I just keep adding stuff, like different stuff, and at some point I don't. You feel like you might reach a maximum capacity of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't know how much my like brain and my body can handle. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have a balance. Or I, I know. Like I said, I, I didn't understand until you get to that point. You don't know until you hit your wall. That's true. Is there a part of you that wants to just be lazy sometimes? Or do you let yourself have that? Or do you just, are you just like some, you know, always motivated? Did you just take I'm to another? I'm not always motivated. Okay, all right. I have, I have downtime. I just, it's probably I important, think I isn't need, it? Do you think I it's important? I need time to stare at a wall. Yeah, right. I wish I had more time to stare at a wall because I think I'd like do better art if I stared at the wall more. Like what? Art, you're talking my, you're talking my thing here. Like what art? Skating? Yeah, but skating, it's like the, the pro, like what's it called? I think I would be, if I had enough like time to zone out, I could just somehow do whatever I do better. 
Yes, absolutely. Because why? Because you could catch your breath, so to speak, and then be having more of a direction more on it. More, yeah, have more. Okay. Right. What's it called? That makes sense. And you feel because your schedule, you don't have that right now. No, because I like I'm always jumping around, and there's never any constants. I'm always just adapting. Really. Yeah, and I think what's it called? Even. You have a wonderful highlight here. Just keep talking. Just act like I'm not. You here. ever think about like the first board you ever skated and what you really learned how to skate on? Yeah, mine was a Nash Goofy Foot. So that's what you like learned on. Yeah. And then ever since then you've been adapting. That's true. And you could be really good at adapting, but I think there's a point where you probably have something that you could like excel on. Be like comfortable. So you should stop at that phase Not stop, and stop, but like or settle on that or should go revisit it. Revisit it? Why? And what was yours? Do you have one? I don't know. You're getting deep here. This is the good stuff right here. No, I do I like this. I don't know what it is. Uh. Not sure. I feel maybe I feel like I really started learning tricks on like my SMA board and I know that whatever model I was riding was like some old girl deck. Mm-hmm. Like they they stole not stole but they borrowed the shape from. Mm-hmm. Everybody uses deck. pretty much a lot of similar molds and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. It's just that might have been one of your places where you really excelled. It was like a I don't know if I home, excelled, but that's home. that was like the thing where I was like really pushing myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't I don't have the like the voodoo. What do you mean? You know, what does that you mean? You know, there's what's it called? You know, some people like know their board, like they really know their board. No, they what know, does that mean? Explain that to me. So they know like what size wheels with this and the trucks and the like angles, and like they have to make sure it's like everything's straight and their pivot, their cups aren't like all fucked up. Right, brand new pivot cups and all that. And, and yeah. they know if like if their board's from the top of the stack or the middle of the stack. Oh really? There's some people that have That's that. That's killer. I never even heard that. Really? That would make They're sense because like, it would be a different mold. Yeah, that makes sense. Something more to fixate on and worry about. I love it. Yeah, so I like, growing up, I've always told myself, like, you just have to get used to your board. Like, it, I, I, I purposely don't know, like, my wheelbase because I don't want to think I'm used to something. Why? You gonna feel like a prison? A trap? Because I, I want to just be able to skate whatever's under my feet. So and you, if I tell uh, that- myself that it's, like, different, then it's a thing. And so if I just like generalize it and say it's all the same, you just adapt without thinking. And That's kind of cool. That's really what you're doing? So you, so like me, you know, if I tail drop in something, my feet have to be fucking perfect or else I'm gonna jump off on the other wall. I mean, so you're saying you just get on some shit, you don't care if it's 15 wheelbase, 14 wheelbase, whatever. I have it my board. Yeah. And like, I always try to keep it my board, but. If I stepped on your board, I'd definitely like freak out. I'd be like, "Yeah, I need to like worry about." Bunch of, I don't know what it's gonna feel like. You do? Yeah. If I. But I thought you were saying that you board. like it when you don't know that stuff, or you just try to keep those things a mystery on your own board. Mystery on my own board. Oh, okay. Remember that time you forgot your board and you had to use my board at yeah. Laguna? Um, I can't believe I still. There's been times where I've forgot my board outside of that. Like I, I bet. I, yeah, I figured that's a, that's a that's a character trait right there. That's. So dumb. No. It feels... But that's interesting. Um, I have a friend who's a drummer. He's really amazing. Like, one of the best drummers in Los Angeles. He said the same thing about drums. That you can get too fixated on a setup. It's better just to adapt. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you're only good in one setting. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the first thing drummers do when they sit in on another guy's drum set. They move the hi-hat, they move the snare drum. They, he says, no, he just sits down and he just, you know. So I'm like, that's cool. I'm not going to ever do that, but that's cool. It's a good skill to have, I think. Or I see the value of it. But then when I, what's it called? I've seen when some people know their stuff and then they like have it all dialed and they like, like what's it called? Play with it enough. Yeah. They change up their thing and they like start experimenting. That's cool too. But mm -hmm. then I don't. You don't do that. I don't do that. Right. I guess I leave that for other people. Right. You can't do everything. No, exactly. It's good. It's good. You tired? You're supposed to give it. You have to quit here. You. Yeah, we can cut. You can cut it off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You done? Thank you. I like how you leave it on me. Yeah. Cut it off. I'm not going to be responsible for your podcast. No. One forty-three. One hour and forty-three minutes.